podcast. This is that podcast for nerds. Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And I'm Alex. And it's been over a year. Of us pumping out desperately, screaming, <laughs> screaming into the void. And not gearing anything back. No. no. We love you guys. Well, occasionally... No, that's not true. Occasionally, some some uh, spam bot will, uh, like, our, will like our SoundCloud Actually, we have Actually, we have a super fan of the podcast. That's true. There is one person who who's listening to all of them. Uh, there's one person that listens to all of them, and then there's another person that wants to start a uh, Alex Thirst page. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Wow. It's <laughs> coming at you in 3D, y'all. But what? only if you've got the, the Glasses? VR specs. What? Let's start again. Some nerds have a podcast. We're your second favorite leftist nerds on the internet. And uh, we're drinking in front of a hurricane. <laughs> yep. Woo! Hurricane party. Hurricane party. Hurricane that is, you know, we're probably going to get a lot of rain and not probably not a lot else. But, well, we'll see what happens. So, as we've alluded to in the past, we're somewhere in Virginia. Somewhere in, in Virginia. eastern Virginia. In eastern Virginia. And, and not, yeah. there's been a lot of uh, interesting, like, the... Hurricane Florence. So, Hurricane Florence is uh, making its way her downtown. Friends color flow. Her 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 friends color flow. Uh, so Flo is maybe coming here, maybe not coming here. She hasn't decided. She's got some other offers on the she, table. She's, we sent her that Facebook know? invite, and she's still hovering out of maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or my favorite meme so far, because there have been guys, y'all. There have been so many memes. Hurricane memes. Virginia is is rife with tons of hurricane related memes but one of my favorites so far is is uh uh virginia hey hurricane flow you coming up our way uh uh hurricane uh florence i don't know who's gonna be there which is really like that's that's what's happening yeah she's like maybe i'll come destroy your shit (laughs) but like is it really good shit I don't know. So, so the National Weather Service has recently released an update saying it's going to go track further south. Now, that is still going to be, like, off the coast for, like, a day before it makes landfall, which is going to bring a hell of a lot of rain to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, including us, possibly. So, including us. But then it's going into, like, South Carolina and possibly to Georgia or Tennessee or who knows where it's going after that. This, this, this hurricane has been so erratic that it's defying a lot of meteorologists' predictions. So, like, uh, before we before before we started recording, we were talking about how uh, Virginians, every Virginian's, like, gut reaction whenever there's a hurricane watch, it's like, hurricane party, y'all! Like, we're going to go to the ABC store, which is only a thing in Virginia. It's not only a only thing. The, I guess, like, New, uh, North Carolina also has yeah, that. So for our listeners that are not in the United States, because we do actually have a few that have listened yeah, multiple times. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what is an ABC store? Mm-hmm. An ABC store is a state government-run uh, liquor store. So for some reason in Virginia, only the government uh, can sell you liquor. Uh, which is sort of weird, like, now that I put it, like, that specific of a way. So we don't have any, like, locally owned or, like... Like, um, like wines and beers wines and such Wines and beers, are okay. you can... Shit, you can get that shit anywhere. It's yeah. Virginia. But, uh... So long as like, it's before midnight, because we're abiding, we're abiding by Gremlins rules here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you get... Don't get them drunk before midnight, kids. Um, after midnight. Or after midnight, kids. 
But, um, and also, like, wine is a major industry in Virginia. So, woo! That's what mm-hmm. we got going for us. But uh, only the government runs, so the government runs all of the liquor stores. All of the liquor stores in Virginia. Trying to crack down on the moonshiners. Yeah. Which I get, yeah, like, I don't know, like, why else. But then it's like, you can get artisanal moonshine from the the fucking ABC store. So, like, I I don't know. It's got to do with how soon we repealed Prohibition. Like, we were one of the first states that, like, (laughs) no, I'm serious. Uh, Um, We were like, we're done with this shit. Which is why at, you know, well, we were the first ones to, like, once the, the amendment got passed, like, we started... Like padding, putting in laws about how exactly booze would be legalized in the yeah. state. Um, so we got a lot of weird esoteric stuff, which is why in like 30 years when marijuana is legal everywhere, like we're going to look at California and be like, why do they have such weird backwards laws yeah. about pot? You, you have, like, can Colorado. only buy pot from a government sanctioned state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. You have, to, you have to have one of these like 1,200 diseases on the clipboard yeah, yeah. in order for you to get like a like a pot license one of my friends actually has like a license to buy pot in california um which i think is kind of interesting and it's like you can get it in so many forms like she can get regular pot she can get like extra spicy like, yeah no but like she can get it in like chocolate she can have like extra like crispy. they sell like uh pot chocolates uh-huh. um and it's like this is for your anxiety and depression it's just like yeah I'm like wow wow california put it in anyway. your curry and you know eat it like that and who knows so um but anyway so it's interesting being in virginia because apparently how we deal with hurricanes is like memes and booze well virginia is kind of shielded from most hurricanes yeah north carolina is our shield from hurricanes and from, <laughs> yeah. it's our shield from hurricanes Every, and from south carolina everyone's everyone's beach houses that's like the real tragedy of virginia of a of a hurricane for virginians is like all the rich virginians are like oh no my beach house yeah, we've got we've got the. I'm gonna go sandbag down in Hatteras. <laughs> my my McMansion might not last through. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's that's really what. Why did happened. you build a McMansion on the coast? Oh of my North god, Carolina? we went we went to the Outer Banks this summer. Oh yeah. And there are goddamn McMansions like five feet away from the ocean, and you're like, no one thought this was a bad idea, and it's because <laughs> fucking white people. Yeah. And just, <laughs> This is going to be a really incoherent rant, but it bas- a lot of it boils down to, like, how, like, flood insurance is really cheap and it's government sanctioned, which was supposed to, like, help out poor people. But instead, you have a bunch of stupid rich white yahoos that are, like, buying up all of this land that floods all the time and building goddamn McMansions on it. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, if you want to see, like, white hubris... And I don't know, maybe other races also buy, but I feel like other rich, races... Rich, rich hubris. Rich hubris, yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like other people are not as dumb as white people, but, like... Or not as rich enough to build McMansions. <laughs> yeah. That also. You know. Or, like, they build them out in California. No. no. But, uh, build them in more useful Getting a real hot take here. North Carolina. <laughs> God. God damn it. I sound like a fucking racist. Anyway. Um, but I don't, because you can't be racist against white people. Uh... Because it has to do with the power structure. Yeah. Wow, where was I going with this? I don't know. Goddamn McMansions and Hatteras. <laughs> That's where I was going with this. And it's just, it is like the height of rich hubris to like build a $3 million house that is like five feet away from the ocean that always has at least three hurricanes hit it every fucking year. But it's like, I don't know, this, this, this is maybe the year that it doesn't happen. Fuck you. Find someplace else to build your stupid house. Yeah. 
And with storms getting more and more powerful and more and more erratic, like, you know, this one's defying all predictions of normality. Like, normally when we get yeah. hurricanes up here, they're coming up the coast from yeah. the Caribbean. Yeah. This one's like, hey, United States, I'm going to beeline right towards you. There's, yeah. there's a high pressure zone that's not supposed to be there. I'm going to come right at you. And, oh, look, the surface temperature is so high. Why mm. could that be? Gee, I wonder. I wonder. Ah, mm. It's the Chinese. It is a mystery. It's <laughs> <laughs> fabricated by the Chinese. Um, quoting Alan, I do not believe that. I just want that. <laughs> On the record, climate climate change is real, and we, we all caused it. Anyway, <laughs> especially you, Alex. Um, you know what you did. <laughs> Alex owns a coal mine. I, I own a coal mine and ten factories. Um, and, I, and I pay the fines rather than meet environmental regulations. Right? I mean, fines are just fines are just. Uh, it's just for rich people. Yeah, yeah. It's, they're, it's, they're legal. it's legal they're for rich. rich. You know. Yeah, it's legal for the rich. Um. <sighs> so anyway, so that's. But we're the a other nerd thing, podcast. Yeah, yeah, we are. The Sorry. other thing that I rant about. We're, we haven't, guys, we're, we're political nerds. All right. That's okay. true. Uh, but the other thing I was going to rant about and rant and rave about that frustrates me is, like, I just... So every January, we get, like, a ridiculous snowstorm. Yes. Or, like, every other January, right? We get, like, a ridiculous snowstorm. And these, like, smug come-heres from the Middle West. The Middle West? The Middle West. The land of Middle and, West. Like, the northeast like are like i can't believe y'all can't deal with you know snow and you can't deal with ice Why'd these you are give the them a same, southern accent i don't know but because i'm i'm slightly gypsy off of three <laughs> sips of bourbon um but it's it's frustrating so they all talk about you know how like oh you guys don't know how y- yins don't know how to drive in the snow and like yins don't know how to deal with blizzards and it's like yeah we only get one like maybe once a year or maybe once every like other year a couple of years but then like when a fucking hurricane happens they're like oh my god i had to leave like three states over i had to like drop all of my stuff i'm gonna get bread and milk i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go and it's you know whereas virginians it's like fuck it man yeah. like you're gonna have some rain you might lose power for three days like who just just enjoy the ride you know so i just i just find it really frustrating same people yeah. Complain. Regional differences. Also, just support your neighbors. Also, you know? it's goddamn soda, okay? Don't come at me <laughs> with this pop what nonsense. Is, it's neither. It's Coke. No matter what, <laughs> oh my God. No matter what company makes it, it's Coke, goddammit. Capitalism at its finest. That's such yeah. an Atlanta thing. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, I feel like that's less of a of a Southern thing, and it's more of a... Yeah, well, Atlanta, I don't know. If you get like, Once you get close enough to, like, the Coca-Cola headquarters in Atlanta, yeah. like, it's... It's like a, 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 a area of effect. <laughs> you know, once you get a certain a certain radius away from the Coca-Cola headquarters, yeah. then everything becomes Coke. There was actually a, a, a map, a study done about yeah, where yeah. which regions are doing yeah. that. And uh, I wanted to pull that up since you're talking about it. But yeah, it, it is... But it just kind of like weird me out whenever I'm in a restaurant and they say like, uh, I'm like, oh, can I have a Diet Coke? And they're like, Diet Pepsi, okay? And I'm like, it's the same, same thing. thing. Like, it's not, like, it's just, it's just, it's like a Kleenex. Like, facial tissue, all right? And it's like, no, it's it's fine. Like, just, <laughs> it's all the same. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so Coke is definitely a more deep south thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
but uh, more centered around Mississippi and like Alabama and Louisiana huh. than Georgia, it seems, according to this map here. And there's a, a large dot around St. Louis that says soda, where everyone around says pop. <laughs> People in St. Louis, you're all right. Yeah. <laughs> coming, coming at you. Hot take from well, some nerds well, of a podcast. Soda is much more of a California and Northeastern thing. Yeah. Mm. All right, so anyway, what do we do this week? What are we talking about oh, with our pop culture podcast? We, we've oh, prepared right. for we're hurricanes. Talk about pop culture. Pop culture. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. You know, not excited for the hurricane, but it'll be nice to like catch up on stuff. Yeah. We've been missing. Um, yeah, everything's going to be closed. There's going to be time to play games and watch movies. Yeah. Assuming the power doesn't go yeah, out. Assuming the power doesn't so, go out. So how about this? What kind of things should we do if we're nerds if the power goes out? Books, obviously. Board games. Board games also. D and D by candlelight. D and D by candlelight. Oh my god! Yes. Oh my god. Friday night plans. Friday night plans. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. Audience, you're invited as well. I'll, I'll <laughs> you. you know. You just gotta know exactly time. where to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, we're sending you um, subliminal less, uh, mind messages, so yep. pick up on them. But yeah, that would be that'd be sweet. Got, I'm bl- I'm blinking our coordinates in Morse code. Listen <laughs> to the sounds of my eyelashes closing. <laughs> Um, if you want i could add in some sound effects (laughs) (laughs) please uh Uh, okay um, but no what do we do what what do we do do do? anyone do anything fun um well i started playing a game that i had on my steam account that i don't remember buying, but I must have. Um, and I think it's the one I, I sent you. Yeah, you the sent Miskatonic? me something. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to boot that up yet. So. All right. Um, so I only just kind of started it, but it's it's like a... <clears throat> How do I describe it? So, you know H.P. Lovecraft and the world of H.P. Lovecraft? I, I'm familiar, you, yes. You've heard of it, yeah. All right. <laughs> I dabble. Uh, passing, uh, passing knowledge. All right, so... It's like that, but all tongue-in-cheek and kind of doesn't take itself very seriously. Okay. Um, And so it's like... but It's as if the world doesn't keep it hidden from anybody. Mm -hmm. As if, like, maybe at one point it was, but everyone just kind of accepts the fact now that Cthulhu and the Old Ones are a thing. Most people worship Yogg-Sothoth, because she's... the gate. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not Yogg-Sothoth. Shub-Nagarath. Oh, okay. because she seems the least kind of, I don't know. She's the goat with a thousand young. She can yeah. care for everybody. Yeah. Um, but, um, but like, it's a visual novel kind of thing where it's mostly reading, but there is some kind of interactive elements to it. Uh, and like I said, I'm just getting started, so I'll have to come back to you about that. But it's got this weird kind of kind of cutesy art style but it's kind of raunchy at the same time okay um so i don't know if it's necessarily going to be my thing but maybe you guys will like it okay yeah what are you implying <laughs> um <laughs> what, are, what are you trying to say there <laughs> uh, i just you know i am a law-abiding citizen young man the, I mean, I don't... The, this doesn't break any laws okay. <laughs> yeah, i don't play honey pop what is that is what this, is honey pop is yeah this... we don't have to talk about it um, i think we already I'll have i'll tell you when you're older is this this is this the thing with like troy mcclure in the aquarium like is it going to be one of those things where it's like you just you, you hear rumors but you just don't want to <laughs> you don't want to di- probe any deeper um nice yeah so i i just decided on a whim to i guess have it 
Uh, like I said, I don't remember buying it. Maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe it might be that I, someone else bought it for you. Maybe. It's entirely possible. Yeah. Or Monica bought it for you. Monica bought it for me. Just Monica. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that because of my shirt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for our listeners at home, uh, as a one-year anniversary present, uh, for Alex, the podcast. For the podcast, yeah. Alex bought each one of us a... Sh- a um, Doki Doki literature-themed shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Alex has Monica. Of course. Just Monica. Yep. I, of uh, course, have Yuri, best girl. I have Sayori, <laughs> taken from us too soon. <laughs> too soon, Sayori. But, yeah, so uh, happy anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> that's, that's all you've really been uh, up to? I, I mean, yeah. I've, been play- I've been busy with work from yeah, time to yeah. time, so it's yeah. like when I'm not doing that, I've been watching anime, but it's not anything really new. I've caught up, finally, with, Yay! with Yay! My Hero Academia. With Hero Aka. Uh, so we can talk about Hero Aka. Let's talk about Hero Aka. We can, but I've also watched one episode further than you have. Why? Why is that? Because... I pay for the subscription. Wait, which, which one are you? Have you watched? Uh, we don't watch it on Crunchyroll. Oh, you we don't watch, watch it on Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so we're, uh, we're we've up. gotten up to Bakugo versus Deku Part One, or the. They're about to fight. They're about to fight. They're about to fight. Oh yeah, then yes, we are. We are yeah, caught up. We're okay. Caught up. So um, so did you expect the reveal? Oh, uh, yes, because it had been spoiled for me by oh, okay. the uh, Hiroaka Facebook page while uh, I was out of town. Thanks, thanks that pervert. <laughs> Who's this fucking pervert that runs the Hiroaka? We talked about this last uh, time, didn't we? Did, we? we did, we did. We're going to bring it up every time. Because it's just like... <laughs> Never forget. What was... Never forget. There was another one this time. Oh, yeah, it was it was uh, Toga. It was to- okay. He had a picture of Toga up, and he was like, I wish she had my blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like... Who's it gonna be, Hiroaka fan page? Yeah. Like one week it's Toga, another week it's someone else. I mean, in fairness, Toga uh-huh. could literally be whoever you wanted her to be. Uh, yeah. only, and only as long as she has enough of your blood. Yeah, yeah. I or saw the, their blood. the best like fan art picture, which was like Toga talking to um talking to the Shigaraki. It's it's Shigaraki and like the Shigaraki, rest of the, yeah. uh, the 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 in double or uh, twice yeah. and the rest of them. And it's like, wait, so, like, if if I had a clone and that clone had my power and the clone looked like Deku and I had sex with her, is that masturbation or incest or, or, gay, was, sex. or gay sex? And, and then, then there like, was, like, all of them standing around a whiteboard, like, with, trying to figure it out. different, like, <laughs> arrows going different places. Was this posted by the... Uh, no, no, no. I... I Elise spends a lot of time looking for uh, Hiroaka memes. Shut up. When we're watching the show. Shut up. Or like immediately after well, the show. Shut up. Why don't you post it to that group? I'm sure the <laughs> the person that runs it would take it and run with Just, it. Just like started like saving them <laughs> and like po- putting them up on. No, because like now I'm like friends with my coworkers on Facebook, and I feel like I have to like I have to like contain my nerdiness. Nah. On Facebook uh, and, and my leftery. Well, that's like, that's what just, that's everything what that I for. post on Facebook is either like communist propaganda, <laughs> uh, something about like some stupid in joke about Twin Peaks, or Dark Souls related. Yeah, like literally everything that I share on there is yeah. one of those three things. I don't even care. Just like start <laughs> like posting. Um, yeah, yeah. But um. No, so, oh, oh, so here's what I need in my life. And this is a, uh, um, 
So this is, this is Hiroaka related, and we can get back to like our discussion about the actual plot in a moment, but I need to like get this off my chest. Okay. So this is what I need from My Hero Academia. Free idea. Y'all are going to make a million dollars. All right. Here it is. You ready? What's your so, idea? So you know how Hero Academia recently got their own fighting game? Did they? Which is, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming so, out shortly. Um... So you can play as, like, all my... I think you can play as, like, villains as well and various members from Class 1A. And it's, like, a Tekken or Street Fighter-style um, uh, game. And, you know, you use your quirks, blah, blah, blah. All right. That's boring, quite frankly. Um, what would be better, this is what we need, which is a visual novel. A visual novel? In which you play as Ayazawa... <laughs> Dayton, figure it out. Who, which one of the lovely ladies that is totally obsessed with him are you gonna date? Because like, there is Miss Joke who obviously wants it, mm -hmm. talks about wanting it. Uh, Midnight, I think, is pretty pretty obvious that like you know Midnight also wants him. Um, Thirteen, though we're not entirely sure if they're a lady or a man, but you know who cares? Who's thirteen? All, um, thirteen, the the person in the spacesuit. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. They clearly got something going on. Do they? Um, the the cat dolls, the pussy cat dolls. They're not the pussy cat dolls, but from the, the mighty. I think they're called like the mighty mighty pussy cats or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's like the two ladies from that are very much interested in the Ayazawa. Are they? And so that's what. Yes. I, no, and he defends her. He's like, don't hit her in her face. It's like the one good quality she has, or something like when the villains attack. Uh, the training camp. Uh, he t and she's like obsessed because she's like, oh, I'm getting older and I haven't gotten married and I really want to get married. And then he's like, Ah, oh, you'll ruin all of our dating chances if you punch her in the face. <laughs> he says this to one of the villains because I is always the best. And what I want is for you to play as this game, play as Ayazawa, and then like you, um, you play through enough times that you date all the ladies, and then that unlocks like a secret track where you can date. Uh, choose between dating present Mike and All Might. Anyway, million dollar idea. <laughs> um, who does it? Toho. Uh, Toho, yeah. Toho animation. animation. Just if you're listening, I will. You guys take this, run with it. Send me a free copy if you're feeling super generous. <laughs> um, but that's that's what I need from the Hiroaka family. Uh, uh, fandom right now <laughs> is or, teacher yeah. dating simulator yeah of no but it's not gross when you say it like that it sounds <laughs> gross okay the, you wouldn't date any of the students no okay that would be gross that would be gross. you're dating consenting Other... adult women who have also shown an interest in ayazawa in elise's mind and <laughs> like i said i think the only one i would is think Ms. that joke. has is miss joke because uh, like because like midnight is just kind of has generally flirty with everybody. So yeah. I don't know if that's anything. Um, and I don't know about the the cat girls. They've like like the one did make a whole fuss about how you know she's getting older and such. But I don't know if any of that was necessarily picked up on by Ozawa and ran with it. Yeah, but then why did he say the thing about not punching her in the face? I took it as like an insult, like a backhanded thing. Yeah, I took it as an it's, insult it's, too. It's like what? it's no. like, oh, she's a terrible, she's a terrible hero. The only thing good about her is that she, her face is nice. Aww, <laughs> why would you guys say that? Because I was always kind of a jerk. 
That's... No, he's. I mean, he's a lovable jerk. He is I a lovable jerk. Him. I mean, that's why I it could was... change him. That was funny. He's such a bad boy. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> I okay. just. This is what I want. This is what you want. You know, don't let my dreams be dreams. Well, then you know what you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to code. Oh, and make the game yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> Get you it. can use Renplay. It's simple. No, yeah. I'm just gonna put it out into the universe and hope that somebody somebody <laughs> does it for me. Um, there make, was that ma- person. Oh, who... They say make the games you want to play. Yeah, yeah. Write the books you want to read. You gotta do this. <laughs> there was <laughs> like make a game. And it's just like. It'll be like the John Cena dating simulator. <laughs> You guys remember that? Yes. No, I don't. Yeah. There was, someone made it in Flash oh a few years ago. Oh, yeah. And it was just all the characters, all the potential people you could date are just John Cena <laughs> with, like, different things put on him and, like, uh, in, uh, in MS Paint. So there's, like, the nerdy John Cena with, like, glasses. And then there's the bully John Cena. And then there's John Cena Senpai, who is, like, the older student. You're the new student at, like, John Cena Academy. <laughs> Okay, now this is starting to be familiar. Yeah. yeah. No, it's great. No, see, that's... Yeah. So, like, why can that exist? And my ISO someone, someone Because someone made it. <laughs> Literally, the reason why it exists is someone did exactly what Alex just told you to do. But that sounds hard. And I don't have the time. I mean, I probably do have the time if I really dedicated myself. Someday. One day. It would mean... Yeah. It would mean not playing persona for a while oh god damn it oh my god uh-huh. are we gonna talk about hiroaka do we want to go back to we that should, let's let's talk about hiroaka for a little okay because then i gotta so, talk about my persona drama so alex ah uh, yeah hiroaka so we've okay. talked a lot about it on the show yeah you've been kind of behind okay. so now that you're caught up yes. like what, what's kind of your view of it now that you're three seasons who deep? do you ship as with uh, nobody and also do you ship uh, All Might and Mama Midoriya. No. That's the incorrect <laughs> answer. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Elise, Elise, Elise is that meme of uh, of the Hiroaka fan, uh, fandom where it's like, have these two characters shared a scene together? They must be in a relationship. Is that true? Yes, yes, it is absolutely true. They're not in a relationship. They just should be in a relationship. You do it. They already have a son together. I'm just looking out for Deku's best interest and making sure that he doesn't come from a broken home. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. This... This is why I don't ship anything <laughs> ever. No, if it's never, not, you're telling me you've never shipped anyone. No, if it's not implied or you know explicitly said in the material, or like if there there is not the intent of the author that you can tell. Fuck the intent of the author. The author is dead. <laughs> the author may be dead, but you're. I've never heard postmodernism <laughs> used to defend shipping before. This is really interesting. <laughs> No, I think, I believe that, uh, I believe that, uh, Degas once said. But if it's not the story, then what's the point of speculating about stuff like that? Because we are involved in the creation of the story. We are, are, are members. The author is dead. And we, as the fandom, fill in the pieces. Well, yeah, as a part of the fandom, can I say no? Yeah. No. Also, no. Also, <laughs> the ship, also ship no. The ship ship. Also, the fact that, like, the manga is, like, years ahead of the anime at this point, like... Yeah. I don't think it's years ahead. It's, it's, it's quite a ways ahead. Really? Yeah. Okay. 
but um, but no, I I don't think that uh, that Midoriya's mom and, and All, Might. All Might are a thing or should be a thing necessarily. What? I agree with Alex. They share, like, a similar value set. But oh, they yeah. don't, because, like, when they meet, they they have differing, conflicting opinions as to what should happen with Deku. But they both love Deku, and they yeah, want Deku. but everybody them. loves Deku. Deku, like, nobody... that is a terrible... <laughs> that's a terrible basis for a relationship. <laughs> then you'd literally be shipping everyone with everyone, which is what you do. <laughs> Why, <laughs> I have a lot of questions. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> I feel targeted by this relatable content. <laughs> I just, I'm just saying, they have a son together. They, the, the they've conflict sh- spices up their relationship. They've shared one scene but together. They have, <laughs> like, you know, they, they both clearly value family. Weren't you and... also shipping the principal with her for a while? No. Oh. No, that would be weird. <laughs> Why is that weird? <laughs> because the principal's a rat. So? He's not yeah. even a humanoid rat. He's just a smart rat. In this world, does that matter? Yeah. Apparently, we were talking about oh, this. We, <laughs> we had this conversation the other day because apparently there's a huge uh, following, like, there's a lot of uh, of fangirls, and I suppose probably a few fanboys of, of Hiroaka, who are um, very interested in Gang Orca. Yeah. Okay. As a as a potential sexual partner. <laughs> no, and I think that's like an in story thing, too. Is, is like, it in story? I think it's an in story thing where like Gang Orca has a bunch of like like fangirls, and so then we were talking. I don't about, remember like, that. Um. I think it's, like, mentioned in the manga, but I could be wrong. I don't read the manga, but I read, like, a lot of articles about Hiroaka because I'm just... Because that's what you want to do. Yeah, that's what I want to do. That's how I want to spend my life, okay? Judge me. Um, (laughs) Only God can judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Says the neck tattoo. No regrets. Um, So, but apparently, apparently, Gang Orca has a ton of of fangirls, possibly some fanboys, which then spurred a conversation between Nick and I about, like, how does sex in the Hero Aka universe work? And, like, for, like, because there are a lot of people that have animal quirks, right? And Mm -hmm. they range from, like, Sue, who looks like a normal girl, but has all the powers of a frog, all the way up to, um... Gang Orca Orca. that seal guy. Yeah, who look like the animal. And Tokuyami who, like, physically look like the animal that they have the powers of. And so it's like, do people with animal quirks, like, only date other people with animal quirks? Like, do, are there furries? Are you considered a furry if you want to bang a gang orca? Or, like, is it widely accepted that if somebody has an animalistic quirk, like, that's fine? I know there were quirk marriages. They talk about that in the series. Because, like, Endeavor... Uh, arranged his marriage with uh, the mom. Yeah. With Todoroki's mom. I don't think we know her name, but like explicitly because she had... but it's not often. Explicitly because she had an ice quirk and he wanted like a child that was like half fire, half ice. So, yeah. What's what's the deal with that? Furries and Hiroaka. Discuss. So, my take on this was that they're not like people wishing that they were animals. They're just people with like... And, like, the best way I could really think of it 
it's not quite a one-to-one comparison, but probably the only way that, that we can relate it to our world is like people with some sort of like congenital birth defect. Like that doesn't make them any less human sort of a thing. So like, you know, if someone looks like an animal, that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, they are one. They are still a human. Yeah, but does he have an orchid deck? <laughs> Irrelevant. <laughs> Irrelevant to this point. <laughs> Well, no, I think it's very relevant. Like, like I mean, are you into it because, like, you see him as I'm a not... person and you recognize his humanity? Or are you there because of what's, well, I mean, the what's same... making the motion of the ocean? I mean, the like, same thing saying. for people that are attracted to yeah. certain body types yeah, and yeah. things like yeah. that. I'm know? not saying there aren't chasers, but, like... <laughs> I mean... I don't know. Orca, orca chasers. Orca chasers. Uh, animal quirk chasers. I mean, think about this. A kid in a quirk. Hmm. A kid in a penis. Oh, ah! <laughs> That's gross. You should edit that out. <laughs> I don't want to be part of this. So you someone, spoiled it. Wait, you no, spoiled our no, very let's, adult let's, discussion. Let's keep going down this path. So if there's a hedgehog quirk, <laughs> does that include, like, frothing up shit on their chest? If so... <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> we may never know. <laughs> we would never know. Oh my god. If so, are there people who are into that outside of Germany? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> the answer to your question is yes. Okay, fair the enough. The question to the answer that's been kind of tiptoed around is is it acceptable in this society? And that's something that we don't know because I, it hasn't really come up. It would up. have to be because people with quirks are literally the majority of the culture. Like at this point, they're they're eighty yeah. percent of the culture. So it's like right. I feel but like what quirk... like if like if we could get out and God, map gotta gotta map the brains gotta gotta get the skull calipers <laughs> yeah. out. And... Oh my god! Oh my god! There are totally people who will do that in the fire academic uh, universe. But like no. What, like, because there's a difference between having a quirk and, like, some way. Like, there are different types of quirks. Like, there's the yeah. type of quirk where you're some kind of animal type of thing. There's the type of quirk where you shoot fire. There's the flying. There's yada, yada, yada. You're pulling the eyes out of your head. I'm like sure that one there... guy in, that, in their middle school yeah. class. Yeah, I am sure weird. that there are some kind of, um, uh, let's call them... Uh, racists that like to classify these into different categories and say these quirks are better or more human than others. So you think there? Do you think there are Hiroaka like there, in in there are universe? There are my Hiroaka alt rightists that are classifying <laughs> the human race based on their quirk. Well, you know, in the movie they do go to the United States. I, that'd be really interesting if that yeah. were one of the when we have our tickets to go see it. Oh, we, we do. do. Uh, at least that I do. We do. Oh, okay. Can, can I come along? Yes. I mean, maybe. That's if, why we, we, we told you, you about oh, okay. it. Yeah. Okay. We told you about it when I was buying the tickets. Well, yeah. you, you didn't show me where to buy the tickets. Oh, okay. oh my <laughs> God. On the internet, Alex. Oh, okay. There's internet. this new thing called the internet. You can buy movie tickets there. It's great. You don't have to dial the movie phone anymore. <laughs> what, what's a movie phone? Don't you just, oh my God, don't you just right. go to the store? Know. Don't you just go to the store and the, buy the ticket? No. Or go I mean, to the movie theater? You, you should probably. It's selling out yeah, really the, fast. I, it was getting go. close to selling out. All right. Well, send me, yeah. send me the link to the thing and I'll okay. buy it. Okay. Uh, I also want to make sure it's so, on yeah. the same day as you guys. Um, but anyway. Now that we've made our plans for watching yes. a movie uh, with all of you guys. <laughs> oh. You guys, yeah, go watch the Hiroaka Two Heroes movie coming out the end, end of, of this September. month. Yeah. End, of, end of September. 
I think it was uh, September 25th through like the 28th or something like that. One of the few hundred lucky bastards that got to go see it at uh, the convention in August. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because that's where it had its um, world premiere or North North America. I think premiere? it was the North American premiere. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's already been released in Japan. Yeah. All right. So. Anyway. So anyway. United States of Smash. Oh, United States of Smash. United States of yeah, Smash. Yeah, okay. So, uh, I guess spoilers for My Hero Academia yeah, season 3. Yeah, this 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 part season this part 4 we're doing spoilers for uh yeah. Uh Alex, would you put a timestamp when you upload this for about when we start when we stop talking about spoilers? Maybe. Can you do this? Uh sure. <laughs> Fine. Make it is more it, work for me. Is it possible? Yes. Okay. <sighs> So, My Hero Academia. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, we come out of the the camp arc, which was heart-wrenching. Yeah. Straight out of that fire fan, straight into the fire shitstorm that was the Bakugo's been captured. Bakugo been, has been captured. Was I thought it was interesting one? that they, like, also stole Tokoyami, and they were like, he seems like a villain type. And it's like, Really? It's just the way like, he looks. It's just yeah. Stop judging a book by its cover. He's got that. He's got like, you know, the shadow thing. Dark shadow. Dark, Dark shadow. shadow. Um, Tokoyami is probably the best character in the show. Can we all agree? Wait, what? On what Tokoyami? What? Not Sue. Not Sue. Sue is great, and Sue is definitely best girl. But like Tokoyami, like okay, let me put it like he has the best quirk in the show. Really? Yes. You think so? Yes. Explain explain your position to us. Because he gets to look like a fucking awesome bird, and he oh has God. an evil shadow that attacks people. Come on, that's rad. And it can be used for so many things. Like, it's super versatile. Like, he uses it for attack. He uses it for defense. He uses it for mobility. Like, there's lots of things you can use it for. Okay. All right. What's, what's your favorite quirk of all of them? Um, the quirk that I would want... Oh, this is hard. I No, actually, it's not. Um, <laughs> uh, I know exactly the quirk that I would want, which is Momo's, Momo's. quirk. Yep, I was gonna say that was probably one. Of your um, I love that Momo. Okay, Momo's quirk, which is that she can create fucking any non-living object. Mm -hmm. She can, like, mobility. She can make a fucking motorcycle. Like, as long as you keep up the diet, you gotta. Eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and so she gets to eat like a high-fat diet. And it burns all of her lipids, so then she gets to be super skinny. Like, how do you <laughs> not want this? I want this fucking quirk. That's fair. <laughs> like, I can eat whatever I want. Uh, if I need to burn calories, I just, like, shoot out whatever random thing I want out of my body. And, yeah, no, that sounds perfect. That sounds absolutely perfect. Congratulations. You, you own the means of production. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it's great. <laughs> Um, for me, uh, goodness, uh, both of those are great picks. Yeah. Um, and I would be down with either of them, but... For the sake of picking a third. For the sake of picking a third. And uh, not just class 1A, like, anybody. Yeah, that's true. Mmm. Anybody. Probably the, um, Arakas, the... Uh, I can see that. Yeah. That's yeah. also really, really good. good. Yeah, being able to make things float and be able to kind of cre creative with it. Like, I, yeah. I like the way that she's not only using the quirk, and this is more to what her character is than just the quirk, but, like, trying to work around it yeah. and use other skills, like her hand-to-hand, -hand to, yeah. to try to make that even better. 
And you can try to cheese things a lot with that. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know, put like... Like, like, put it on a carpet and then have a flying carpet or something yeah. like that. You know, try, try to get around that and make it into other things, too. I also like the idea that she... I don't know. I like her character. I like that her character, like, when they all did their internships, like, she picked someplace, like, out of her comfort, sco- mm-hmm. comfort zone, specifically. Mm-hmm. I like that she's always, like, pushing herself. Um, but I feel like she's also, like, too hard on herself. Yeah. Especially when it comes to her crush on Deku. Yeah. And I know we were talking about, like, um, the rescue Bakugo arc. And we'll get back to that in a minute. But I feel like she should, like, allow herself to feel her feelings. And, mm. you know, and I know everybody was, like, picking on her. All the girls were picking on her at the dorm. They about... weren't picking on her, though. It was yeah. just, like, it's just typical high school stuff. Like, oh, you have a crush on someone. Like, yeah, you're allowed. To... I mean, maybe it's a cultural thing, but it's, yeah. like. I feel like if you're in high school, yeah, you're allowed to have a crush on a classmate. Yeah. And, like, yeah, it's totally I'm, fine. It's but are you fine. allowed to have a crush on that classmate? Yeah. On that one? On, on everyone's on favorite Decker. boy? <laughs> on everyone's little golden child? Everyone's favorite cinnamon He's bun? He's a cinnamon bun. He's such a cinnamon bun. I love him. Oh. I, I gotta say, that is probably the best aspect of, of, the, of Deku's personality in that show, is yeah. that, like... He's not this, like, weird outcast. Like, it kind of makes him, like, the anti-shonen protagonist in a lot of ways. Yeah. In that he's not a weird outcast, but he's not, like, super macho all the time. But he started off, like, right? Like, he kind of starts off as a as an outcast because he's... Yeah, but the... once he gets into UA, he's not the outcast anymore. No, but, like, think about that first episode where um, they all had to do physical tests. Yeah. And he was, like, consistently falling behind um, everybody else and, like, finally got to one test where he was like, well, I'll just use my quirk and break my fingers yeah. and send the ball off into space, you know? I, I just, but I feel like at this point in the show, like, he's not an outcast anymore. No. Like, he's I mean, allowed, everybody, like, really likes everybody him. likes him. But he also, like, he's such an, an anti-embodiment of, like, toxic message. No, that's what I'm saying, like, is that, that that's what makes this so interesting, is that everybody likes him because he's, like, in touch with his feelings, and he's empathetic, and he's, like, believes in teamwork, and, like, helping other people, and, like, everyone, like, like, Todoroki would totally be a shonen protagonist in his own story, Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Todoroki's like, I don't need anybody else. Yeah, no, I've got this like, bad issue. Yeah. If, De- like, if Deku did not get the quirk, yeah. yeah, then this whole story would be Todoroki's journey. Or it would be Bakugo. Or both. Yeah. Either one of them would work totally fine as a typical shonen protagonist, yeah. but the fact that both of them are kind of falling behind Deku, I find to be a really interesting yeah. way of doing this. Mm-hmm. Oh, Especially spoiler. Todoroki. Because spoiler alert. We're already uh, in spoilers. Um, more spoilers. More spoilers. Spoilers for the spoilers. Yeah. Bakugo and Todoroki totally fail their license exam. Yeah. Because they're assholes. <laughs> Todoroki's not so much his fault. Todoroki fails because he used to be an asshole. And then he he met Best Boy Forever, De- Deku. Yeah. And, like, learned to get, like, less of an asshole. Yeah. But in that time when he was an asshole. Yeah. He, he kind of sabotaged himself. That's a really interesting way of doing it, where, like, he's totally sabotaged. Before the test even starts, he's going to fail because uh, that other guy, the wind power guy, was out to get him. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I've seen that one. 
We're looking at memes. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry, I took out my glasses because they were really dirty. But, um, yeah. No, and that's, like, one of the... Yeah. I, I liked that not everybody in, in 1A passed. Mm-hmm. I liked that it was specifically Bakugo and Todoroki that failed. Yes. Um, I don't think Bakugo is handling it that well. No. no. As he's now about to pick a fight. Todoroki's handling it fine, much to his credit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I like that, of course, because they're, it's an education system and they want them to succeed. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you've lost your chance forever. It's like, we're going to give you some pointers as to what you can yeah. do better, and you can take it again in a couple months. Well, it's yeah. not even that, because it's because All Might has retired. Like, because All Might spent all of his power. And, there, like, and now we come to the spoilers. Yeah. Well, we're already in the spoilers. <laughs> We've been in spoilers. But yeah, because, because All Might is out of the picture now... They need all as many heroes as they can get, and so they're like, not only can you take this test again, but if you go and take another course, like we'll give you your license if mm-hmm. you've made it this far. Mm-hmm. Like that was what yeah. that was the thing in the latest episode. They were trying to find like the top one hundred. Yeah, and then they didn't even do it. They it was like literally like you have to make at least fifty points. Yeah, and that's the cutoff. And if you get below it, you know you're not you going to get it. But there course. was like no we're only taking like the top 20 heroes or we're only taking the whatever. Uh, Momo got a 94 yeah. on that test out of a possible 100. Was it a 94 or 98? Like she got like yeah, a ridiculous amount. Like so, so far up to the top. I wonder what she lost those few points for. Like that was the yeah. thing that I was curious yeah, about. It's, it's like, like, how did you not walk away with a perfect score? Uh, by but, being still for a minute too long yeah. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably was because that's, yeah. that's what a lot of what um, Deku lost points for. Yeah. Because he only got like a 64. He got like, like a that, 70, or something. 70 something. I like that he passed, but he didn't get like the top score. Yeah. Um, I like that Momo got the top score. Of course she did. Um, it seems like all the girls did like really well. Yeah. I'm so I don't understand how Mineta passed. Because again, he's working with the team. Like yeah. Mineta outside of a re- of an actual situation is a useless asshole and a terrible person. But you like push comes to shove, he does know how to work with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably in large part because his quirk is kind of useless on its own, but in combination with other quirks, it's pretty it, useful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, he stopped like in the in the first test, he stopped that entire other group of people by himself. Yeah, no, that's true. But he well. needed he needed time to set it up. He did need time to set yeah. it up, but I mean, he's no, still did so it. like Mineta, yeah, I I need him to become a better person. I feel like he's on his way. Yeah, and I I just love the uh, Ida's reaction it whenever just Mineta... pick him up by his cheeks. Yes, and like hold him. <laughs> um, I thought it was interesting. I saw like a post today. And I don't agree with it. Okay. But the post that I saw today was about how, like, oh, if Mineta was, like, typical Bashonen, like, anime boy, you guys would find all of his antics, like, cute and funny. No, and we'd like, find no it, it's we, still it would gross. be It would be even worse. No, yeah. it's, I mean, I, I would say that it is meant to be funny as it is. Yeah. But it's like I don't find me- it funny, I mean, we're, mean th- we're meant to be laughing at him nah. for being so pathetic, I, yeah. I think. Um, and I feel like if he looked more like, um, I can't remember his name, but like the, the, the laser belly button guy. I felt, Ayayama? Yes. Yeah. I am. I feel like if he looked more like him, it would still be the Are same. Are you thinking like if he looked like Ida or if he looked like Todoroki, like somebody that was like really supposed to be good looking in canon, 
Yeah. I still think, I think it would be still creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like it would still be, and it would be, like, maybe even more so, because mm-hmm. at least it's, like, I mean, this is terrible, but there there is, like, a certain extent where the joke is played, like, oh, it's funny because he'd never be able to get away with any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, it would just be super date rapey if he was, yeah. like, like a, a typical cute boy. Yeah. You know? The fact that he like, looks like a literal baby kind of makes yeah. him less threatening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, it's his definitely... costume is, wears a diaper. Yeah, he wears a diaper. <laughs> Which I guess is to like, he can it's take his balls hold and the hold balls. the balls. Yes. But it's, it's meant to be like a shell. weird. But it's yeah, it looks like weird. a literal All diaper. All of it's gross. Anyway. Um, but I love, I love that Ida just keeps him in check and just consistently. Everybody keeps like, him in check. Like yeah. no one, no one plays along yeah. with that. That one guy played that along. That one with guy it. did that one time. Sarah. Yeah. Sarah, Sarah did like that. sometimes. Um and like when uh Deku got to see Kami slash Chogan naked. Yes. Which why the fuck was she naked then? This is my question. <laughs> this is like if she was Toga the whole time, like there was no reason for her to like shed her clothes, I guess, like, because I don't know. Because she's got a crush naked? on Deku. She just wanted an excuse to be naked. naked <laughs> Probably. Naked, I mean, naked, 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 naked. Because it's naked. Because she's not up to any good. No. All right. It's... Yeah. I feel like it's more that she, she gets the quirk of whoever she's copying. No, I don't think she does. No, I think it's just she, because, she looks like that. Yeah, because... That would no, I don't. I mean, this might be going to spoilers for things, but like I've looked up oh, okay. online, and no, it's just that she can look like them. Okay, but she has no quirk of that person. Okay, it would be super overpowered so if she did. What was yeah. Cammy's quirk then? Was Cammy also like uh, we, a lookalike quirk, or we just never we're never we gonna just, know what Cammy is? I mean, we may know later when we find. Yeah, because it but. sounds like Cammy was a real person. Yeah, she's gone missing. Wa- yeah, I think there wasn't a who kind of thing when he was yeah he was like oh no cammy just went to the she took a taxi and like went went back to the station Mm. early because she was feeling sick yeah um but she's been acting real weird for the past couple days yeah so i guess like she's gone so i guess nobody knows so i guess like in canon we don't know what we don't know what her cork is yet now we could look up on the wiki we could look it up on the wiki um in fact i might just do that now you know, if we want to spoil it for ourselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily a spoiler. Um, because like, because like this, this was kind of spoiled for me too because I looked up yeah. on the wiki to find out about like who are all these characters and it's like, oh, this is gonna happen. I guess I haven't gotten to that yet, and it hadn't actually happened yet. The yeah. reveal hadn't actually happened on the show yet. Her quirk is glamour, according to the wiki. What? Um, it, the fuck does so, that mean? So, quirk description. The quirk allows Cammy to create both visual and auditory illusions for a short period of time. Huh. Cammy emits a mist-like substance from her mouth, which forms the illusion. Said illusions can reach an impressive scale enough to fill a large room. The illusions eventually dissipate, although it's unknown if this is a voluntary voluntary on Cammy's part. Okay. So I guess she could get away with pretending to be it if her quirk was to disguise herself disguise as other people, herself. because that's yeah, kind of an illusion anyway. Yeah. It's just why, are, hey, Cammy, why are you using this specific illusion now instead of all the other cool stuff you've done? Yeah, yeah. Eh, just feel like it. I don't know. You know, who knows? We'll find out. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, my hero. It's it's real good. We never real did good. talk about the fight with All Might and. Uh, oh, oh, All yeah. Might and All for One. Oh, such a good fight. Yeah. United States of Smash. 
Okay, so here's the thing that's been bugging me, though. Okay. Um, about that fight. which So, like, in the anime, you get this really beautiful scene of, like, all Might, like, naked, using the last of his power. And I guess it's, like, Na- he's naked? covered. Yeah, no. <laughs> Are you Remember, sure? Remember, it's, like, the back background, and he is, like, covering, like, he's hovering over a fire. Like, he's trying to protect the last of the embers. Oh, oh. in his mind. In his yeah, mind. Yeah. Not, yeah. like, in the, sh- but, like, in okay. his mind, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm, like, I guess that means, how I took it is, like, I guess that that's how All Might visualizes his power mm-hmm. is as, like, uh, as a, as a fire. Yeah. So, like, does that mean when Deku eventually loses all of his... It'll be a microwave. One brain, like, he's just, like, hovering over a microwave. Like, no, little microwave. <laughs> like, last a little bit longer. Like, that's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> you can still heat up those fish cakes. <laughs> you can heat them up. Look, your turntable. Do, 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 do. He's, like, just trying to turn the turntable. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't. I, is there some reference to microwaves with Deku? Yeah, yeah, when he's yeah. learning how to use when he's learning how to use his power, and and All Might tells him oh, to think of it as a certain thing, and then he's like, like, or like an egg in the microwave, and he's like, sure, okay. You know, and I think like like All Might was like trying to lead him to like think about it as like like a a, a raging fire that you have to control or something, and instead he is like, oh, like an egg in a microwave because it's fucking Deku and he's adorable, <laughs> and he probably has autism. <laughs> And then when he's when he's uh, training with Gran Torino, yeah, he he uses the microwaves to heat up the fish cakes, and uh. then he's like, "I'm this fish cake." <laughs> why no, do you say Why do you I say like, he has autism? <laughs> just the way he obsesses, and like the way that he obsesses over everything, and like just the the types of things that he does, and how he has like non kind of non like. Social typical like, reactions. Are you talking things. about like the muttering of, of writing yeah, down yeah, his yeah. words? Oh, okay. Um, but but yeah, and and one of the lines was like, they're they're like heating up the fish cakes, and Deku was like, no, you had to turn them like, you had to like turn them over halfway or something, and then he realizes that like Gran Torino has a, one of those microwaves with like a turntable in it. So it spins around and then he's like, oh my God. And it like changes everything for him <laughs> because he sees a microwave with a turntable in it. God, that kid is such a mess. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he, that, but that's how he figures out yeah. how to use the full cowling for uh, yeah. all for one or one for all. Yeah. But yeah, no, that fight was pretty great. I don't know what uh, else to say about it. Cause it happened like weeks ago and I don't remember yeah. exactly, but um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's a fight. It's a fight. Yeah. Honestly, I the fights are for me when I watch the show. You know, the fights are yeah. You know, They're secondary. To but like the, the, the thing that's story. more interesting is the story and yeah, like yeah. the different I characters. Agree with that. Yeah. So like the interaction that happened most recently, where All Might went to the prison. Yeah. Yeah. That I thought that was, was intense. Yeah. That was really... I don't know. Like, is this a turning point for All Might's character now that he's saying, like, I'm never going to die? Like, is is that going to... I feel like that's a moment that's going to come back to haunt him. Mm-hmm. And, like, then he's going to slowly turn into something something else other than the symbol of peace. Uh, which sucks. Man, like, All Might is such... Like, if Deku is a cinnamon bun, like, All Might is... A spicy curry. A, a, a big cinnamon bun. Like, Papa cinnamon bun. <laughs> he's, 
He's a, um, he's a, what is the name of that? He's a, he's a Cinnabon. He's a Cinnabon. Yes. He's a Cinnabon. And, um, and that's one of the things that I really liked about All Might. I liked that he was kind of, you know, Superman. He wasn't like, got a tragic backstory, except I mean, for. He does have he a tragic backstory. He kind of does, yeah. but like he doesn't milk it. Like he doesn't let everyone yeah. know about it. I'm an orphan. <laughs> I lost my parents. I only dress in black and slightly less black, dark black. <laughs> <laughs> is that great no. yeah. um but yeah i know i really like that about elmain and so like i don't know if this is going to be a new direction for the character um but also yeah no and then like and after the fight and he got really into teaching and yeah. he had his book about like teaching for dummies yeah and he was trying to like give everybody good advice while they were training uh, and he did home visits, like really, like Hero Academia is kind of like a primer for being a good teacher yeah. in a weird way. It's like these are all the things you should do. Mm. But yeah, so like I don't know. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, it's a it's a good show. <laughs> it's a good, it's show, good show, and I like watching it. Everyone should watch it. Uh, it really uh, spits. Oh my God! When Deku cried when he got his his hero license, and then immediately, immediately texted, to- texted his <laughs> mom Might. and All Might. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Uh, All right. Uh, so there's another show that I've been watching. Okay. okay. Um, so like I usually watch like two or three shows a day after work, and usually the first yeah. one was My Hero, and then I'd watch Nichiju, which we've talked about. Yeah. And you guys saw at least one episode of it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, know I really want to go back to watching that. Yeah. Um, uh, Which, thanks to this hurricane, we're going to have some time. Yeah. Um, and then I also, of course, been watching ghost stories. But now that I've finished <laughs> yes. uh, with my hero, my first one is now that new show on Netflix. Disenchantment. Disenchantment. Oh, yeah. Disenchanted. Um, yeah, let's talk about Disenchanted, I guess. Yeah. Is it Disenchanted or Disenchantment? It's Disenchanted. Disenchanted. Okay. Yeah. So this is a new show by Matt Greening, um, developed also with... David X coming? Is he no, also? No, he's not it's, on it. Um, it's, uh, who's the other guy? He's one of the writers from The Simpsons from back when The Simpsons was good, and now I'm blanking on his name. Um, but the idea is it's it's got a it's got its art style is much more like Futurama yeah. than like The Simpsons. Um, and it follows the adventures of Princess Bean or Princess Tiabina. Uh and you know it's like prototypical like fantasy world fantasy world but everything's like a yeah everything's Everything's, like a little nuts everything's a little dark it's like a futurama but not in the future but in D &D world yes yeah Yeah. um so it's kind of interesting like she uh in the first episode she's supposed to get married to a prince to secure an alliance which i kind of like how they have that in there Uh, i mean Um, there's a lot of references to things like that and just like you know like actual historical things um and it then kind of goes on a crazy adventure to sort of like find herself or try different things or try to figure out who she's supposed to be and there's elfo yeah uh who is her best friend who's an elf second best character and they have some sort of like weird Mm. like will they won't they in his mind. In his mind. In his mind. It's very forced, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I'm, then, of course, there's her personal demon, who's the best, best character. character. The show. Best yeah. character. I don't know if Elfo's the second best character, but for sure when... Lucy's the best character. Lucy, Lucy, who is voiced by the, the ever best Eric Andre. Which the best late night talk show in the world. It's so surprising <laughs> how like low-key he is in this show. Yeah. It's called acting. It is See, called acting. When I go into the recording studio. Yeah, yeah I know, but still... <laughs> It's weird, okay? It like, I know he's not the character he plays in the show, but still. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but no, it's still the best best character of the show. Um, and the personal demon who's always trying to get her to do evil and is very successful at it. Yeah, he usually yeah. doesn't have to push her too hard. <laughs> yeah, like, I like how she already kind of has, like, a chaotic neutral alignment. Yeah. And it's not really that hard to push her down into chaotic evil. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, eh. I mean, it's it's like the it's the, the, the devil and the angel on the shoulder, really, between. Yeah. yeah. I guess yeah. you have Lucy and I guess the angel's Elfo. Elfo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's what that's why things go from bad to worse, usually. Um, but it all ends up okay by the end of the episode run. Sort of. Sort so, of. so the reason why I was kind of disagreeing with you on Elfo being the best character, I feel I like... Didn't, I didn't say best character. I said second best. Second best character. I, but I feel like, he, still, I feel like he's a little bit, like... I feel like most of the time the writers don't know what to do with him. Yeah. Because his whole thing in the first episode is, oh, I don't want to be happy all the time. I want to go out in the world and experience other things. But then he's just happy all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, he doesn't really change. But is he happy because he's experiencing new things? Uh, maybe. Which is like the one yeah, thing I guess. I yeah. guess. But still, it's like... I mean, I've... you guys finished it. You've gotten through all the episodes? Yes. Okay, yeah. well, I'm only halfway through. Yeah. So maybe his character will grade on me more as it goes on. I, but as it stands right now, I, I'd say he's the same. I feel like he's... Like, everyone in the show certainly has their moments. Mm -hmm. I just feel like yeah. he's the one where it's like... Everybody else, except for again, except for Lucy, you kind of see them going through an arc because mm -hmm. Lucy is just gonna be kind of a static character. Yeah. I don't know. He has his moments where he's kind of like, "All right, I'll help. I'll do this thing." Um, that's maybe not quite as evil. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I don't know. Elfo is just Elfo the entire time. Does Bean? I mean, I guess Bean kind of. Bean has her. a huge character arc. Are you kidding yeah, okay. me? Especially like in the at last half of the season, which yeah. I haven't seen yet. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Every time I hear the name King Zog, mm. I can't help but think of the actual King Zog. Was there an actual oh, King Zog? There was an actual was King Zog. Was this in Mesopotamia? No. Okay. This was in the 1930s. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the King of Albania. Okay. And King Zog, worthy of his name, is one of the most interesting individuals in the world. Okay. Uh, who has the record for the heaviest smoker in history. <laughs> Smoking an average of five packs a day. <laughs> Smoked eight cigarettes a time at a time, 24-7. Yeah. Uh, and had to be apparently woken up at, mi at certain hours of the night for his smoke breaks. <laughs> what? Uh, when he was uh, evacuated from Albania during World War II by uh, Ian Fleming, I think. Um, okay. He, he drove uh, his Rolls Royce to the coast uh, <laughs> where they were going to pick him up in a submarine. And in the trunk, it was full of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, he apparently had a goat with him that would eat dinner and apparently ate the tablecloth out while they were 
were having a state dinner. <laughs> uh, and he is, as far as I'm aware, either the only, like, I'm trying to remember if he was the only monarch or the last monarch to pull a gun on a would-be assassin and shoot him back before he could be shot. <gasps> That's amazing! <laughs> and I'm just picturing John DiMaggio's character in the yeah, show yeah, yeah. doing all of those things, <laughs> and it fits. Yeah. So, King Zog yeah. of Albania, the last king of Albania, um, also, like, the second king of Albania. It would not surprise me if that was an actual reference. Yeah, I don't know. know. Like, no, the show is, like, pretty smartly written. I mean, like we said before, it's, like, it's, you know, it's good old Simpsons. It's it's closer to, like, early Futurama. I feel like they're still trying to find their footing. But, yeah, and you'll kind of get the sense of this, too, Alex, when you finish it. But it very much is, like, telling a single story. Mm -hmm. Like, Um, you get the sense that it's only going to be... Because it's, it's like a part, three not seasons, a season. Like, seasons, maybe. Yeah. Like, and once that's done, like, the story's done. Um, the thing that I will say that I kind of didn't like about this show, and I think I maybe talked about it last time we recorded, I feel like there's a lot of pacing issues. Because, like, there's not a story, not a story, not a story, not a story. Oh, shit, there's a story in, like, the last yeah. three episodes. <laughs> it goes by, like, really quickly. And then you kind of get to a point and you're like, oh, shit, that was, like, the end? Or, like, yeah. this is the last episode we have? And because it's Netflix, you don't know, like, when is the next season going to come out? Like, it's not, like, a regular, you know, at least when you finish, like, a typical network television show, you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, in September, this huge... Uh, cliffhanger is going to be resolved. Yeah. You know, and it's it's not like that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I guess the first few episodes really are getting spent, like, establishing who Bean is as a person and establishing yeah. the world, but, like, there's not really, like, you get, like, little glimpses of the bigger story, but you don't really know what the hell is going on with the bigger story until, like, the last three episodes of the show. Yeah. I just want to share a picture with you guys of King Zog. Okay, not what I was expecting. He looks a lot like uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> lots, we should put a picture of this on the a on lot, our fan page. A lot skinnier than the movie. Yeah. Shows version. Yeah, the show version. <laughs> yeah. He looks dapper in that bow tie, though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I guess we can't really talk about much more since yeah, we don't want to spoil you, Alex. Yeah, because again, the, the big overarching story happens in like literally the last two. Uh, I'm sorry for keeping seasons. you guys no, back. No, it's cool. It's yeah. cool. <laughs> I'm holding you back. A little bit. Uh, no, it's fine. It's mostly fine. Um, mostly. <laughs> so I watched a thing last night. What did you watch? I last watched night? a movie. A movie called The Evil Within. Ooh. Um, Is that anything related to the no game? No relation to the game. Oh, okay. Um, this was a movie that was written and directed. Um, now I need to pull up the thing. Um, cause I did, I did some research on this because I watched this movie because of the story I had heard behind it. Um, it was written and directed by a man named, uh, Andrew Getty. I think that's his name. Uh, yeah. Andrew Getty who, was the heir to the Getty oil fortune. Mm. So he was a millionaire, okay. like an inherited millionaire, and he was like, oh, I'm going to make I'm gonna make movies. And so he wrote and directed this movie. Um, and basically this guy had developed, like, so the movie was filmed in 2002, and it was released last year. Mm. 
<laughs> okay. Um, and the reason for that uh, that delay is because Andrew Getty, after he finished filming in 2002, took the film to his mansion um, and started editing it by himself and developed this, like, huge... And he probably already actually had this beforehand. I don't really know. But he developed a, a, a meth methamphetamine addiction Okay. And, like, tried to edit this movie and, like, tried to add in all this extra, like, all these special effects. While into, on meth. While on meth. <laughs> he probably shot it on meth as well. Um, and tragically died as a result of his meth addiction in 2015. Ah. And then one of the producers of the, of the movie got the footage, finished the editing process, and released it in 2017. Um, and I had heard about this story, uh, like, a while ago, and, like, you, it was one of those, like, kind of, you have to see it to believe it kind of movies. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's on it's on Amazon Prime, kind of buried in all of these, like, other unwatchable horror movies. And I watched it last night. And I gotta say, for a movie that was written, directed, and edited... On meth. By the most part for one guy on meth... <laughs> It was not bad. Okay. Uh, it was actually pretty inventive. Um, did you watch this too, Elise? No. I Elise did not see this. No. Elise, Elise does not like horror movies, but I, I'd, I'd be yeah. curious about your opinion on it. Okay. Um, because it is a movie about... It's it's very much 2002. Uh, I was looking, I was look, doing a little bit of research. We invading around, uh, Afghanistan. I was doing a little bit of research earlier on this um, because I remembered that it had a story behind it, and I couldn't remember what it was. Um, and it is very like so. the The premise of the movie is the main character has some sort of like. Uh, like like he's developmentally disabled in some way, mm. um, and it's very like Tropic Thunder kind of you know Simple Sam or whatever that movie is called that, okay. that the characters in that movie were oh, in before. God. Yeah. Like very much like 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 I am Sam like kind yeah. of mental deficient like like mental you know uh, you know developmentally disabled sort of thing. Uh, but it's in like basically the movie is about this guy who lives with his brother like his brother feels like he has to take care of him um but like the brother's girlfriend kind of feels like he's holding the brother back uh and that they need to go move on and kind of start their own life and so like just put him in an institution put him in a, a hospital and we'll like kind of move on uh, and then at some point the brother brings in all these things that he's found in a, a storage unit including a cursed mirror or like a possessed mirror or something and the demon in this mirror starts to possess the main character and like basically convincing him to commit murders and like doing it in a very like oh well you gotta do this because that's the only that's the only way you'll ever become smarter that's the only way that people will respect you because there are rule there are secret rules and then the rules that they tell you and so you, if you follow the secret rules, like that, it's okay. Like, and so he starts them off small. It's like you gotta go kill a cat. Oh. Yeah. How do you go? Well, why do? Why should I do that? Well, they, you know that they tell you that killing animals is wrong, but they feed you meat, so obviously it's okay. So if you start killing dogs and cats, then it will show people that 
your that you figured out the secret rules and then starts treating you better um, or they'll start treating you better because they're scared of you uh <laughs> and then it moves on to like children and then people that he's close to uh and then by the end of it it turns out that like basically like the 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 boyfriend and the and his or excuse me the brother and his girlfriend are going around town like and they're not seeing anybody that they know um and it turns out that the brother the reason why he feels responsible for the main character is because this is all his fault because like when they were kids they were fighting over something and he ended up hitting him over the head and he fell down the stairs and it gave him a traumatic brain injury and like before that he was like this really like a prodigy basically fuck yeah and he felt like that was like his responsibility from there um it it is a very strange movie well yeah <laughs> there's a lot of and and i feel a little disappointed because I, I gave you guys the this the um premise for it mm-hmm. yeah but the beginning the opening scene doesn't really have much to do at all with the rest of the movie mm-hmm. um and it was probably the scariest part of the entire thing which is, i mean that's what he spent 10 years editing <laughs> which is um the the main character's inner monologue sounds way different from the way that he actually speaks. Mm. And it's the inner monologue kind of introducing us to him. Like, so it's a while before you find out that the main character is, um, has a developmental disorder is, is a, in this case, he has a traumatic brain injury. Um, and in the beginning of it, he's talking about how he has all these bad dreams. And the one that he remembers, the first one he remembers is from when he was four years old and it was him and his mom were at a carnival and they were going around walking around and they he sees in the distance the haunted house and the sign on the outside says the scariest ride in the world like the scariest haunted house in the world and so he's convincing his mom like we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go ride it and she's like okay but it's the scariest one in the world he's like yeah sure and so they go in and there's like a tracking shot of them in the dark, like in the, it's like an old, it's like an old what's, dark ride. What's called a, yeah, dark ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you go in behind it, and you go around the corner with them, and you're expecting things to jump out, and it's just like silence, and he's like the, the narrator is talking, and then there was darkness and darkness and darkness, and then and then he comes around the corner and goes back out. It's like then we're back outside, and I start complaining to my mom, and I say we should get our money back, and she's not saying anything, and we should get our money back, and she's not saying anything, and then eventually. She looks at me and says, what makes you think the ride is over? And at that point, the woman playing the actor, the woman playing the mother, takes off the sunglasses she's been wearing this whole whole time. And her eyes are mouths. And they all say Uh. that at the same time. And it's like, (sighs) yeah. It's like, that's the scariest part of the entire movie. I actually think I've had a dream something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Um... And that's kind of like the introduction, and so you think a lot of it's going to be about like this, because I I thought I had read, in addition to the methamphetamine addiction, I had read that this guy, I thought I had read, this was years ago, or last year, I guess, when the movie came out, I thought I had read that this guy also had some sort of like mental disorder, but I haven't been able to find anything else about that in my research. Mm. And I thought it was like a lot of the visuals in the movie were based off of things that he had actually like experienced. Yeah. But I've not been able to find that again, so I don't know if I'm just misremembering that or what. But there's a lot of like really creepy visuals in it. Um, the giant from Big Fish is in there in one scene. Uh, 
as is the the really weird looking guy from hills have eyes is also in it mm. um as the demon in a couple of scenes um there's some really good acting the guy that plays the main character does a really good job of switching back and forth um between acting like he has a, a developmental disorder and not because like the demon starts off as looking and talking just like him and then as it goes on it starts to talk smarter and smarter like it starts it's kind of drops that facade and like it starts with him like throwing in like larger words and then like he drops the voice um and like stands up straight and things like this it's really it's an interesting little um so i'm curious about your uh your opinion on it just because i know that you know a lot about these kinds of things and you have a lot of opinions yeah. about them so I'll... so the creepy the creepy thing is is like when i was in and i was in grad school what like um it's interesting that you brought up the idea the fact that the character has a traumatic brain injury because i remember being sitting in a lecture in graduate school and um they actually had like a woman come and talk to us whose son had a dramatic traumatic brain injury mm -hmm. um and it was like that that level of switch um and it was a kind of a disturbing story that she told us and it was like really heartbreaking um but it was basically like she had a kid who was like a really funny like happy kid one day and then he got hit in the back of the head it was like a it was an accident on a playground mm. right so something like really um really like pretty normal as far as you know childhood accidents that happen uh but it was just like he had gotten knocked out cold and then it was like when he woke up every you know they took him to the hospital and they were like the doctors kept saying don't worry don't worry don't worry and then it was like a 180 shift uh in this kid and he uh, grew up to become like a very angry very like depressed uh very violent person mm -hmm. and everybody like no one wanted to give him a label um so like the importance was about like it was just you know the the lecture was about understanding traumatic brain injury and like what it does and what it does to families um and it was like no one really wanted to give him the tbi label and so they're like, oh, it's ADHD or it's depression or it's anxiety or it's like whatever, whatever, whatever. And then like finally, I think when he was like in his late teens, um, he had gotten diagnosed with TBI. And then it was like in his early 20s, he committed suicide. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. So like TBI is like a really like it's a fucked up disorder. Um, we're starting to learn more about it. But um, it's also kind of speculated that this is a, a lot of the reason why, like, so many, it seems like so many more football players get into, uh, like, you know, trouble with police. Uh, they tend, you know, you hear more stories about, like, football players being, you know, beating on their wives and girlfriends, taking their own lives and different things like that. And it's like, it's because a lot of them have, like, un- diagnosed or untreated uh traumatic brain disorders um because mm. that repeated concussions and also like why like a lot of people are um stopping to take or like they're taking their kids out of like peewee football programs and like high school football programs um like high school football is on like a major decline in the u.s um and it's in large part because like we're now starting to learn like what all of this what all of this like heavy impact does 
uh, to your brain and especially like your developing brain. So now um, your synapses kind of kind of get stunted. Um, and as you're and this is like something that happens with people who are like they have like depression kind of before the age of 25 when your brain has sort of solidified because mm. um, your your brain's like pretty malleable up to that point and you really don't have like a fully developed frontal cortex uh, until about your mid 20s. And um, and so like we see this a lot with like people with t- TBI and depression uh, where certain synapses of like feeling pleasure or like releasing serotonin are just smaller. Um, and it's like, that's the place that your brain snaps back to, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and it's, so like, if you, if you kind of have it before the age of 25, that's not to say like, this is what you're stuck with and not to like make anybody feel like disparaging, but, but on the flip side, like it's a good reason to go out there and get fucking medication. Yeah. You know, cause you're, you know, you, there, there is like this kind of potential for not, um, being stuck with. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain potential. This is kind of just where your brain's going to be, uh, which sucks. Anyway, TBI. Pretty he- pretty <laughs> there we go. There's, uh, that's what we got. Pretty um, heavy stuff. Pretty heavy stuff. So no, I don't think I would want to watch this movie. Uh, it sounds like so, really to make a long story, so short, long story no. short. No, 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 thank you. No, just like and especially like knowing like what, like what TBI does to to people. It's you know it's pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to watch a movie about it. So, all right. Yeah. Um. Can I talk a bit more about King Zog for a second? Because <laughs> while, yeah. while you were doing that, not not to say I wasn't yeah, paying attention, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but no, I also um, I want to make a correction. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trunk yeah. of the car was not full of cigarettes; it was full of gold from the country's treasury. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's like, this is gonna buy a lot of cigarettes. Fucking baller move <laughs> like, right there. Yes. As the Italian wow. troops moved in, he's like, no, we have to leave. I'm taking all of my money and going to England. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I don't know. He seems like a smart dude. But he was also, like, cracking down on dissidents in a police state. Aww. But, like... That's an, that's an old Albanian tradition, though. <laughs> <laughs> he also had, like, 500 blood feuds against him. <laughs> Um, 500 blood No, feuds? sorry, 600 and yeah. 55 Jesus. assassination attempts on you, his life. You know, I mean, you know what Eleanor Roosevelt said. It's If you have 500 or 600 blood feuds against you, it means you have stood for something. <laughs> I mean, King Zog... I thought that was Winston Churchill. Oh, was that Winston yeah, Churchill? Yeah, no, it was like, enemies, like, good. That means that you, yeah, you've stood up for something. Yeah, 500 well, enemies, that's better. Six, I mean, blood feuds. Six, yeah. Blood 600 feuds. Got blood feuds. Yeah, you know he was standing up for... Himself, himself. <laughs> and his family and his cigarettes. His cigarettes. His cigarettes. And his goat, man. Like, his goat. Don't, don't leave his goat don't out. Don't leave the, the goat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're about. King Zog. Look up more about yeah. King Zog on your own time, listeners. Anyway. Is that our show? Do we have anything else that we want to talk about? Uh, I could talk about Hollow Knight for a while. I've been playing a lot of that. Hollow Knight? Hollow Knight, yes. What it's, is it? It's a. It's a Castlevania, it was like a Metroidvania kind of game. Um, that it's like so it's a two D side scrolling platformer with like boss fights and you keep going back and forth through the same places when you find new items. I've been playing a lot of it, I'm about twenty hours in or so right now. Goodness. Um, and there's way more to go. Like there are there are entire areas of the game I haven't even seen yet. <laughs> okay. There are like 
Does it I, have like a story or is it pretty um, straightforward? It's kind of similar. Like it's it's honestly like this the story is kind of Dark Souls like. Okay. Where you go into this old like ruined kingdom and you kind of go into it to try to find out like what like the history of it and so it's told like very much through like environmental storytelling and that kind of stuff. Um, but they're all bugs. Like it's the this little bug kingdom. Oh, okay. Um, and your weapon's a nail. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's just, I don't know, it's, it's really, it's cute and dark, like, it's very Tim Burton-y, mm. I guess. Okay. <laughs> like, it's very adorably yeah. designed, um, but it's kind of a very but dark, in a creepy. In a creepy kind of way, um, and it's very, like, there's a lot of sense of, like, things have moved on from, like, the golden age of this kingdom that you're in. Are you doing that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there were just a lot of things moving around all at once, and I'm like, ooh, spooky. Um, or it's just Alex. It's just Alex. So uh, just Alex. So spooky. Just Alex and Monica. <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been I've been playing a lot of that recently. Um, it's really hard, um, but it's really fun. Oh, okay. There's a lot of cursing involved. There was a lot of cursing involved. Whenever he plays it, it's a there little was a, like... There, there was a jumping puzzle that I was trying to d complete earlier today that was really difficult, yeah. and I kept dying at it, and then it took a long time to go from um, the, the bench, which is the bonfire equivalent in this game, to go from the closest bench to the start of the jumping puzzle was, mm. like, a long slog, and so I would get to it and then, like, die immediately and just, like was frustrating gotcha but i got it eventually and it, it took me to um it was you it was worth it because the thing at the other end of the jumping puzzle was the nail mat was one of the nail masters so there's three the nail, nail masters ma the nail masters they're like sword masters oh, okay. they teach you new ways to like new attacks um when you find them so that was you that was totally worth it okay <clears throat> and uh what about persona uh lisa's been playing persona i have not gotten into it recently um, do you want to talk about it, or do you want to stay hold off on that? No, nah, I guess like the one, my one big thing, and I, I had talked about this before or during our, our conversation about Hiroaka. Uh, my big thing right now is I'm really struggling to figure out who I want to date. The doctor. Um, I've I've turned down the doctor. The doctor. Uh, <laughs> she's the best. Okay, she's she's for you, but I, she's very pretty. My <laughs> I'm trying to figure out between I'm I'm debating between. Becky, who's the teacher, and uh, Makota. Don't you play as a student? school president. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he plays as a student, but, like, Becky is really hot. <laughs> like, she's just, she's really attractive. Is that the, um... She has a maid uniform. Like, it's it's pretty yeah, nice. Is that the thing? It's, like, students dating teachers is not okay in My Hero, but if she's really hot... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to bring that up when Elise was talking about that earlier, but I felt... Like, I no, because, like, it's it's not okay in Hiroaka. Like, Persona 5s, it's, like, darker, and, like, they're more mature. I guess that's and, like, true. it's, you know, he's, he's like, practically 18. He's, yeah, I think he is. He's, like, yeah, either 17 or 18. Like, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, so there's a, there is, there are, like, several adult women that you can end up dating. Yeah. So one of them is your teacher, which I think is a little bit weird. Yeah. One of them is a doctor, but the doctor is the fucking best because she's the death persona. Um, and then... That's not dark or anything. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, she's awesome. Uh, and then there... I think you can date that you can take the reporter and you can date the fortune teller. Oh, I have so I barely talked to the fortune teller. Those are the four that you can date. 
Um, and so then the rest of them are classmates. Uh, yeah. Uh, <sighs> so it's so Futaba, like... Haru, Makoto, and uh, Anne. Well, you can date Futaba. Yeah, you can date uh, Futaba. So, like, Futaba is also, like... So the two fan favorites are Makoto and Futaba. And so then that kind of makes me want to date Makoto less. Because, like, even though I like her, I'm like, well, I don't want to date you. Everyone else is dating you. Like, <laughs> like I want to I have, like, my Take own Take the path story. less traveled. But, like, I don't want to... Uh, I hear bad things happen if you try to date more than one girl. and No, like, really? I know, right? <laughs> As in life. Uh, so in video games. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to, like... I'm like, oh, I only want to date one. And I'm like, oh, you can only pick one, Elise. Like, you got to pick it right. You got to pick the best girl. Because you can't play this game multiple times. Because I can't play this game. Oh, my God. It takes, like, 100 <laughs> yeah, plus hours. Really like, it's a really, like, on the one hand, I'm like, yeah, I can do the... Like, I could go through and play this again and, like, do... There's, like, an ultimate playthrough, mm-hmm. which is considered, like, the best, and you get the best ending, and, like, you're guaranteed to get the best ending. Um, so, like, I've thought about doing that, uh, but I don't know. Like, we have been... We got this game when it first came out. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We got it, like, well after it came oh, okay. out. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, we... But we got it, like, several months ago, and we, like... It's... It is a long fucking playthrough. Gotcha. Like, uh, so yeah, so I'm just trying to figure out, man, like, who am I gonna date? Well, I mean, if you're Which trying to, girl? do you have trying, to date a girl? If you're trying to figure out the best girl, I mean, you've already turned on the doctor. Shut up. So, do, is it a, like a part of the game or is it an optional kind? It's no, it's like an optional, option. but it, it's helpful because okay, so the way that the game works is that you get power ups from getting closer with your your confidants mm-hmm. um and so basically by hanging out with people you get yeah powers. yeah and so basically by um if you max out certain of these confidant links um then it gives you the option of do you want to start dating this person like do you have feelings for them mm. and so it's like except for the boys yeah which is kind of that's why i said certain characters yeah and so when you when you kind of get to that point, it's like, well, do you do you want to date them or no? And it's kind of just it's just an extra optional yeah. thing gotcha, gotcha. added on to it. Um, although in Persona Three, the remake for Persona Three, you do have the option of making the protagonist a female, and if you do, then you can date Junpei, who is one of the party yeah. members. So okay. I don't know, so it's it's fine, but then to a certain extent, it like adds a level of like social stress. Like, who am I gonna hang out with it today? Yeah. Who am I gonna, you know, like? When you get like, who am when, I gonna date? And when the like, school day is over and you have like four text messages and two of them are asking, yeah. "Do you want to hang out?" One of them is saying, "Should we go to uh, should we go to Mementos?" And the other one is saying, "Should we go to the palace?" And you're like, "I don't know. I can only choose one of these things." <laughs> and somebody else is like, "Hey," and the doctor's like, "Hey, baby, come over," and you're like. Close yeah. off. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm done here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when, when uh, whenever, uh, whenever Tay wanted to hang out, I'm like, I don't care what else we're doing. We're three days away oh, from our deadline. What, I don't care. I'm hanging out. Was with I supposed to send out the calling card today? Fuck that shit. <laughs> I am done. I'm Experiment thinking. on me. Is <laughs> <laughs> so you just take off your clothes and lie on her on yeah. the, on the examination bed? Yeah. Um, okay. It's, <laughs> It's a great game. It's a great game. Eventually, we're gonna play through it, and eventually, we'll we'll talk about it in full in the podcast instead of like these little drips and drabs. Yeah. All so, right. So maybe I don't know. 
So, is that a podcast? I think this is a podcast. All right. Stay safe out there, everyone, if you're affected by Hurricane Florence. If you're in the Philippines, Typhoon Mangkut is coming your way. Watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, don't joke about it. It's yeah. like a Category 5. It's terrifying. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, to all of our three listeners in the Philippines. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And this is Some Nerds Have a Podcast. Good night, everybody. Thank you.